Welcome to Meta Talks, where we bring in experts to dive deep into all things metaverse. With your hosts, Kate Hancock and Daniel Robbins. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Meta Talks, part of the Metaverse Times magazine. I'm very excited, and I always say that, by the way. I don't know why I need I always say I'm very excited, but I am. <laughs> because you are actually highly recommended as to someone that we get on this show. So our viewers asked if we can actually get you on here. And I'm so excited that you are. We have my, the CEO of Curious Addies. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so honored to hear that. Like whatever, whatever the person who recommended me, thank you so much. Uh, I'm so glad to be here. I know they, somebody reached out and said, Hey, we would love to hear about, uh, we'd love to hear from Curious Addies, and specifically, they mentioned you and Ben. And so I was so happy that we were able to connect. And I want to dive in to Curious Addies and hear about the history. But I really, I would love to understand uh, for you, why do you see Web3, NFTs? What was attractive to, for you to get in? Yeah, so... I got into so I started like buying crypto like 2018 but until last year I didn't really think I, I would go in as like actual builder but then uh, I after, when I started hearing about NFTs which is last summer and uh, I started reading a lot of articles uh, posted in uh, NFT Canon which is resource hub for uh, built by uh, Anderson, Anderson Horowitz. And I started reading about it. And and after reading a couple of art articles about like how NFTs is going to change the game for creators and how collectors and creators can both help each other to like to to promote artists um, and how NFT is going to be everywhere and literally everywhere for like housing uh artists and uh credentials and diplomas i was just like wow like there's no reason not to be in this space and witness everything that's going to happen so since then i highly recommend everyone reading this nft canon because it's just just four articles about like talking everything all the potentials about nfts so that's kind of how I, I got into NFTs. And I'm still, even though the trading volume is so low now, I'm still extremely excited because every day I see Twitter and every every day I see some new service like, popping up, new use of NFTs popping up and just really excited space to be. Yeah, I mean, A16Z has done an incredible job at positioning themselves. I mean, they have multiple podcasts, websites, publications it's really incredible how they went all in with within only the last what year year and a half and so i'd love to talk you, you mentioned how volume trading is down how things are changing landscape is changing so where what excites you the most about you know the the technology behind nfts and where that can be used in the future yeah at the moment uh i've seen i nowadays what i'm most excited about is just kind of secret use of NFTs. Um, the Reddit news of Reddit, like earning, uh, ac acquiring 3 million users and onboarding 3 million users without even telling it's NFTs was like absolutely great learning because NFT space is just like full of kind of like people who are just 
who came for Web3, but like they secretly kind of onboarding NFT people, uh, people in NFTs. And now Apple is trying to integrate a wallet. Google is trying to partner with Coinbase. A lot of partners are like, coming into the space, which is very different from like past bear markets. Um, so the infrastructure, the main infrastructure has been built in this bear market. So it's going to be a very, very different game uh, compared to like past years since crypto was born. So that's one, what I'm really, really excited about it. And one thing that I also mentioned uh, to Daniel is I'm really excited to see how uh, NFT creators is going to make money because royalties, there's a, a discount of royalties and um, marketplaces don't respect um, royalties now. And some of them, uh, others, other, others do. But at the, at the moment, protocol, at the protocol level, no one can enforce uh, royalties. So creators have to find a way to like build the business. Um, and a lot of people are talking about, hey, uh, what will be the, what will be the way for creators to like make business. And uh, at the moment, like there are a lot of hypes was like kind of bringing the re revenue into uh, NFT creators, but the game has to change. So I'm really excited to see how that's going to change. And if it's a royalty, like how it's going, how the technology is going to change so that we can enforce. Yeah, the creator economy is, is it's amazing. I asked a 19 year old recently what does everyone that went to high school or first year of college, what do they want to do when they grow up? And he said, they all want to be influencers. They want to be creators. Nobody really wants to work for a company. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how many people want to continue to, to be an employee or maybe they're an employee, but then they're also a creator. But I, I, you know, at first I was thrown back, like that seems odd to me. But then as I started thinking about it, like, okay, based on lifestyle, based on what, you know, Gen Z and, and below what they want, it makes sense. They probably don't want to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. You know, they want something different for their lifestyle. And who am I to judge? But what do you think about, you know, the creator economy and, and how even jobs, everything will be changed with, with people wanting to actually be that as their career? Yeah, yeah, great, great topic. So, I uh, it's what I what I'm well, the one of the reasons why I said about this Web three is because it's going to completely change the creative economy. And I just there's there's a graph that explains this difference between Web three Web three model and Web three model really well. Is that like uh, in Web two model you have to have like hundred thousand users to be able to make make a living, and all all you have all you can do is just rely on like one or two platform, which with like a little risk of being like kicked out someday if you do something wrong. Um, and you can only earn like from ads or maybe like uh, getting some like brand deals. But with Web3, all you have to do is you find a thousand true fans and you can really like build the strong relationship with true fans and you can kind of build the uh, audience together and you can make reputation together to grow together. Um, and for example, like Curious Addies is like that because we uh, we didn't have any audience before, but we were able to connect with some with people who are passionate about Web3 and uh, we decided to build the community together and we built the community to learn education, Web3 education together. And that was really, really different model than like what we have seen in Web2. So I've 
um, like uh, probably we'll see a lot more use cases that um, people will like start choosing that model over like platform like rely model um, and uh, OpenSea, a lot of Web3 platforms is not gonna take much, uh, you know, much cut, which will give a lot more chance for creators to survive. So yeah, as you said, 19 years old, 20 years old, it's going to be even more easier to be creators, not work for the, you know, for, for the company, but like actually pursuing, pursuing their um, dream of like becoming artist or becoming like YouTuber or becoming uh, like video like maker. So I think it's going to be, Web3 is going to even accelerate that. Hey, I would love to just travel the world and get paid. And as a YouTuber, <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Tell me with Curious Addies, um, and that's amazing that you could start from zero. Like you mentioned, it's, it's hard. I'm even talking social media. To start at zero followers right now and, and build up, it's very hard algorithms. Like there's there's a lot of complexities right now. So uh, it's great that there's other options than just, you know, the few major players, like you mentioned, the few platforms that can shut you down overnight, then you basically have lost all your business. Tell me though, with Curious Addies, where was it where you saw this, this explosion of growth, you know, at what point and what do you think really propelled that to happen? Yeah, it was so we started in November, you know, uh, September last year. And that was definitely helpful thanks to, you know, that's with three, with, you know, there's a, like the flow, the full space itself was flourishing. So it was a lot easier to get attention. But that was a time that that we saw the biggest issue of like lack of Web3 education. Um, and like we started this curious artist because I was talking to one of my friends in Japan um, and she, they really are interested in Web3, but they're like, I don't know how to get started. Everything feels so overwhelming and I feel like I'm missing out, but I don't know how to do it. Um, and that was then I, we started talking to a lot of people and everyone felt the same, especially around my friends who is like female, not really technical and not really like, uh, didn't really, haven't even really like look into financial aspect yet. Um, and the kind of idea of let's create Web3 education more accessible, let's make Web3 space more welcoming, really hit a lot of people's, you know, like need. And a lot of people start like really aligned with our mission. And then that was, the, that helped. And we started writing a lot through a thread about how, why education is important and why we want to bring more diverse inclusion in Web3 through education. And that really helped us kind of spread the word and yeah. Hey, if you, what I find too is having a mission can be one of the most important things to building your community or building in pretty much any business, right? Is rallying around that mission and that helped us build a community of 117,000 people. So I can, I can totally relate to what you're saying. I'd love to understand too, with Curious Addies and what you're seeing, around the world, where were a lot of the people that you were uh, onboarding to educate and purchasing? And where were you seeing? Because I know you mentioned in Japan. So is, you know, is, is that part of where most of the people are? Or is it US or Europe? Or, you know, where were you seeing a lot of these people coming on board? It's actually like, we haven't really seen um, stats yet, just because it's just, it doesn't really matter. 
um it's i see a lot of like it's just everywhere for example like we have community like members and uh we have like evangelist group which kind of represent uh the our community demographics and a lot of them are from asia like singapore uh philippines like india some of them are from like syria some of them is from like of course the united states some of them, some of them from like london so it's just really really hard to define where they come from they're just all from like like we we just even don't know like how they came to here came here and it just feels really magical to see people like film from so many different places yeah yeah in my mind i see this as being the biggest global economic impact in our lifetimes and that's why i was curious to wonder and, and that's amazing that you have people from everywhere it used to be you you know you launch a product and you really had to focus on like one market you know like one country and then you go country by country and it takes forever to expand globally or requires you know massive maybe even sometimes billions of dollars now you can launch a product like you mentioned from zero and you can have a global impact of people all around the world coming together and it's it's amazing that you mentioned with you know web 2 i guess data is always so important everyone just cares about data where you mentioned it, it's almost like web three is more actually about the people, not necessarily caring like where they came from or how they got there, but it's really important just that, that they, they're a part of your mission. And, and so where do you see, you know, the next, uh, you know, the next iteration of curious Addies or global expansion or like what's, what's the, in the future horizon that maybe something you can talk about? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So like nowadays our main focus is helping creators because after being in the space, we just saw the biggest problem, biggest problem and opportunity is going to be in, in NFT creators because if I talk about opportunity, if we are going to, we want to bring more people to Web3, Actually, NFT creators are the ones who are bringing people to NFT space. For example, a lot of female, uh, a lot of women actually came into the space thanks to a lot of female people of our picture uh, projects and uh, a lot of people who, um, like from Japan, they learn about like, NFTs from like Japanese NFT project and they came in. So helping them is actually going to accelerate the Web3 adoption. That's why we were really excited to help them, um, help them uh, grow their business. And uh, the problem part is, even though there are a lot of people who are interested in becoming NFT creators, it's just really, really hard in technical side. And the the reality that we saw is, you know, even though they want to launch collection, they have to have dev and that will take 10 to 20%. And it was really hard to find. Uh, we were asked so many times that, hey, can you be our devs or can you audit our smart contract? Can you help me build the front end website? And there were just like infinite requests. And we just saw that, okay, this is something that we have to help. Um, so we built a platform that anyone can build NFT collection without any program, program, programming experience. So on our platform, anyone can generate art, anyone can generate and deploy smart contract, and anyone can easily embed that, that contract to the website by just embedding one mint button. 
So that's kind of one step that we were excited to share. And in the future, like we really want to expand it to be more helping create more ecosystem to help creators. For example, we want to build CRM for uh, creators. We want to build analytics for, CR, for, uh, for artists. And we also want to keep building the feature that is going to onboard new artists to the space. So that's something that we have been working on and we are excited about too. Excited about like going forward. Hey, that, that's great. If you can help, it, it reminds me of like Shopify, you know, before Shopify, you know, WordPress. I mean, there were, there was some, you know, some options, they weren't great. I think they really changed the game when it comes to being able for anyone to create a website and have all these other options. Um, but mm -hmm. so it sounds like you're, you're really taking, you know, starting with you built up the community, you onboarded people, you educated them. Now you want to give them the tools to really for everyone to thrive. And I really, I like how, you know, with Web3, it seems like there's a lot of like, you know, it's for everyone. You know, it's like, why can't we all win? We can all co-create. And I have to say, from my personal experience this last like two years, uh, is that women have are very, very uh, like appreciative of one another. And they're really coming together to build together. It's just in my personal experience, more than men, just from my experience. But I think that's great because if you, we look back in history, you know, internet technology, it wasn't always that women were at the forefront, right? They, unfortunately they weren't. And I think it's great now though, we're seeing like, you know, you're the CEO of the company and we have, you know, there's a few other CEOs that I've seen of a lot of great projects out there as well that are women. I think it's incredible that, um, that they're also helping one another and, and creating this co-creation environment. Are you seeing the same thing? Yeah, yeah, I, I I love everything what you said. It's partly because we are minorities still, which is like, you know, bum, like bummer, but still we are. But because we are minorities, we really want to help each other. And we see this as like collective problem and we want to collectively solve this problem together. So yeah, as like exactly as I saw, as you see, as you saw, like uh, women, female, creators, female founders really help each other. And there's a lot of programs that help like specifically female uh, projects and all the female founders like are connected. And whenever we do launch, we help each other and we do a lot of collabs together and we share knowledges and we help uh, like giving advice to each other. So it, it is a really, really beautiful space. And um, that's one of the way we can kind of bring more like people in by making the space where like you know other women feel safe and welcoming so yeah i think this trend is amazing and i really want to make this trend a lot bigger so i have a semi-controversial question for you so yeah. ai <laughs> is changing the world right ai is like so many industries are being changed from ai there's been a lot of talks around ai art and design and if that's real art, if it's not art, if it should be accepted, if it shouldn't, I don't know if you have any thoughts here on like the, you know, how, how AI. So if I am, I am personally the worst artist probably on the planet, uh, <laughs> also like the worst cook. On the but if I can, if I can create amazing art using AI with very little skill, does that make me an artist? You know, like, I don't know if you, you've had any personal thoughts on this or if this is any, you know, any discussions that are coming up. Yeah, I think um, one thing that I kind of want to bring up is in, in AI is, so I, I'm a programmer, right? 
and I use a thing called AI Copilot. And that is an AI program that like, if you write something, then they will start like catching, um, like kind of trying to guess like what I want to write and they just write for you. And it's completely correct. And I was just like, it's terrifying correct. I just say like, oh, I want to write uh, this function, like probably transfer something to here. And like when I say transfer, it just like, like all the all the like thing. And I, I will check if it's correct or not. But most of the cases it's correct. And I was like, wow, I don't have to write anymore. <laughs> and it's uh, <laughs> I don't have to write anymore. And it's just really, really crazy. And that part I'm so excited because like one, that will solve a lot of problem, like saving a lot of time for creating product because you know, we don't like programmers just have to think what we have to do and just like, you know, program will write. So that part is like, even though my job of like writing code is, you know, uh, taken, I'm probably happy because I can focus on more uh, critical tasks. Tasks, AI art, I'm personally really excited because it's just another way of expressing it. Um, I used one AI art of like writing something and it just describe it, right? So it's one of the way to express that. Like for if you, for example, like I, I like for that my, my husband, Ben is not a great artist, but he's a beautiful writer and he writes beautiful like sentence and then like it becomes like beautiful art. That's one of the expression that like haven't hadn't existed before, but like is going to exist. So like I think it's not like competition. It's more like addition of like what what we currently have. And I think it's we should embrace that other than trying to like, you know, push away from it. Hey, um, and yeah, I've heard Ben speak. He's also a great speaker, too. But I am a huge proponent of Jasper.ai because, you know, like you mentioned, I'm not the greatest writer, but I they just launched something where you can write a whole blog with like one sentence and it is incredible. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm all about like, why why fight technology? Let's, you know, we can work together and make things even better. So I can only imagine if I'm a good artist, I can make something even better than what I can possibly create on my own. It's almost like having you know, me cloned times 10. Uh, but this has been a really great conversation. So share with everyone, because I know people want to learn more about Curious Addies. They want to get educated. They want to be a part of your mission and, and the tools that you're launching. So share with everyone, you know, where they can go. What should they look up? How can they connect with you personally? Yeah, thank you. Um, so I want to have probably share three things for products and then one for my personal so one, uh, if you want to find our Curious Addis community, uh, go to Curious Addis, at Curious Addis, um, and you can find it. And you can find Discord, um, and you can find, um, you can, you can find like Discord and Twitter. And second one is at HeyMint, um, HeyMint, no, HeyMint XYZ. Uh, it's Hey, like Hey and Mint and XYZ. Um, so that's our uh, Launchpad product that I just, uh, talked about and also allow this manager that we have. So that's another one. And if you actually want to see product, heymint.xyz is where to go. And if you want to find me and if you want to chat about something like, you know, NFT collection, or if you want to chat about like, you know, how to bring women to the space, uh, I my Twitter is my underscore 
on underscore chain, my own chain. Um, and I'm excited to chat with you all. Thanks, Mai. Really appreciate you being here. So everyone check out Curious Addies and we'll put it in the notes and everything so they have all those links. And thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Thank you for listening. Please rate, review and subscribe and visit metatalks.com. That's talks with a Z.